Testing one, two, three. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Delivery Bros. Oh, My God. name is Anthony Williams, a.k.a. Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. your future stepdaddy, <laughs> a.k.a. the Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. She's probably like, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> this is normal. It is. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm DeLorean, of course. Hi, everybody. And um, we got a special guest today. She's a fantastic comedian. She's made me laugh my ass off um, since I started doing these open mics and everything. And I'm letting you know right now, she's talented, charismatic, and a wonderful person. Let's give it up for Miss Caitlin Brown. Oh, my God. That was the nicest introduction I've ever gotten. Nah, I'm just, oh. I'm an amateur at these introductions. Oh, no, that no was confidence. so nice. Thank you. I don't know. I'm just a low self-esteem guy trying to make a living. <laughs> Well, you're this. boosting other people's self-esteem, so. Woo! There I'm doing something right, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, how you doing, though? I'm doing okay. Uh, a little bit tired today. I spent, like, four hours at the car dealership today, so. Why were you at the car dealership for four hours? Uh, my mom, right now, uh... I'm in between jobs, so I am doing a lot of my mom's work for her, and one of them was taking her car to the dealership. Oh, God. Yeah, so, but it was an Acura dealership, so there was, like, tons of snacks, so it was it was a good time. I mean, oh, like snacks. Oh, yeah. shoot. I need yeah. to go to Acura just go get yeah. some snacks, then. That's some snacks. free Blue Bunny ice cream. Get Ooh, the Blue fuck. Bunny, hold up. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, for real? Yeah, and they had a popcorn machine, man. It was oh. great. Wait, okay, so just go to Acura? Yeah. <laughs> um, where's that dealership at again? <laughs> no, OP. That one. Oh, I'm down. I'll get a new car if you want. Road me. trip. <laughs> I'll go into debt for this car if this, if I can just go to this dealership. <laughs> I feel like it. No, get me some free food. Yeah. That's one thing I love when it comes to food, when it's free. Yeah. So, girl. Mm -hmm. So, how long have you been in the comedy game? To let our um, so, I've been doing it uh, almost two and a half years now. Um, I took a break for like four months at one point just because work and all that stuff was getting to be a lot. Right. Um, but yeah, two and a half years. I saw in an interview once Lauren Michaels uh, said you should always subtract two or three years when you're saying how long you've done it. So then I'm always <laughs> like, should I just say I just started or like, no, but yeah, about two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. I can dig it. That's yeah. good though. Like mm -hmm. that shows that you've been really trying to work on your craft and everything. Yeah. No. I've seen some like I've seen what you've been doing. Like you're just like you're out there really just making something happen. And oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I try to come out as much as possible. Uh I moved to KC end of December, so almost two months ago, um, from central Missouri because I wasn't able to do as much as I wanted with comedy there and there's right. a really good scene here. Yeah, I mean, we got some really good comedians mm -hmm. out here. I mean, you know the history of some of the comedians yeah. that, are, that came from here yeah. and everything. So, like, yeah, so mm -hmm. I see you are yeah. very inspired by a lot of people. So who yeah, do you say yeah. some of your inspirations are? Um, Some of my inspirations, um, I'll, like, go off, like, uh, I first, like, the first person who ever made me want to do comedy, and this is going to be really lame. Mm -hmm. um, actually, it's not really lame. Bill Cosby? No, it was Ray Romano. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Ray Romano was good back in the day. <laughs> yeah, because I watched Everybody Loves Raymond, then I saw one of his comedy specials with my dad, and I was like, I could do, I, this looks fun. Um, 
But then a lot of my current uh, inspirations, uh, Nikki Glaser. Oh, she is yeah. funny. I love Nikki Glaser. Kathleen Madigan. So two Woo! Missouri ladies. Um, and then uh, I also, Brooks Whelan's a big one for me. Um, he was on SNL for a little bit, but he's mm. a real funny guy. Um Nate Bergatsky, Tommy Jonigan, those oh, are a few. Like all, all Midwest people, so I think yeah. that that's, yeah. Okay, so you know? Midwest girls yeah, and the Midwest yeah. comics. Okay, I can yeah. see that. That's so, good, though. Yeah, I haven't always lived in the Midwest, but I think this is what I relate uh, to the most. That's right, because you were a military brat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, man, she told this funny-ass story when she was living in Louisiana. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, no, that was, uh, I'd never, like, really, I mean, you never know, like, what you've seen or what you haven't. I'd never really experienced, like, blatant racism before, and then I moved to Louisiana, and first of all, the middle school I went to, like, wasn't desegregated until the 80s. Oh, God. Yeah, if that tells you anything. And then it was, like, the lunchroom was, like, separated. It was so insane, and I was, like... I was like, wait, why can't everyone sit everywhere? And they're like, well, we just don't. And then I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> and I was like, this is so weird. I don't like this. This is like the history books because I moved from like Seattle, which is like super liberal, progressive. Super liberal, yeah. hipsters all over the yeah. place, Starbucks across the yeah. street. Yeah. Oh, there's so many Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. we lived in uh, Seattle for about six months. My mom was doing a, our mom was doing a job out there. Yeah. So like. Yeah, we think Seattle's just like, freedom! Yeah. Hey! And then, <laughs> yep, all right. then you go to the south and it's like, old man river. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you just see yeah. it. Like, I was living in um, Jacksonville, Florida, okay? Mm -hmm. How's that? That was just, it's like, you really are like back in like the 1950s or something like that. Yeah. When it comes I was to like born there, by the way, everybody. So oh, I'm a little bit, I am I'm so not sorry. A, I'm not offended. <laughs> not at all. Because yeah. it's all true. I'm no. so sorry. No, <laughs> no, because like I was born in California myself. Okay. Yeah, but we've lived in the Midwest all of our life. Yeah, like, gotcha. Majority of our life, that's been mm -hmm. this. Because like, first I was a military brat too. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. For like the first eight years of my life, I was a military. Both of my parents were Marines. Oh, okay, so, yeah, cool. Yeah, we were still together. Yeah. That's wow. Oh yeah, so. Oh, I that's super awesome. Yeah, so I understand a little bit about that. Yeah. You lived it longer than I did, but yeah. still like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad got out when I was. 16 yeah 16 so and then my brothers uh just graduated from west point so we're back in again. oh snap yeah so yeah. it's forever <laughs> for me you on that one, yeah man. no i had when i was my mom talks about it all the time but uh when i was like little my bro people would ask my brother and i do you guys want to be in the army and my brother would always say yes and i'd be like no but then i would always say that i wanted to marry someone in the army because i wanted to travel a lot right. and i didn't realize that you could do other things to travel besides be in the army or be married to someone Jeez in Louise. the army and then eventually <laughs> i was like oh i don't have to do this <laughs> it was like, okay i don't have to marry brandon down the street at the other part yeah like, no. like <laughs> It's like, hmm. Yeah. I guess, like, I guess I gotta figure out my options here. Okay, I guess, you know, I could uh, marry the ROTC guy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Or I could go in and do ROTC myself. And, yeah. Um, That's what know. I thought the options were, and so then eventually I was like, oh, there's a lot of other jobs in the world. So I can, yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? And that means no PTSD. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean. Depending on yeah. the rest of your life. I mean, depending yeah. on the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else you've been through. <laughs> 
Not I'm, PTSD from war specific oh, geez, situations. <laughs> yeah, because man, my dad, man, he had PTSD because he went to the Gulf War. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God. There's my dad. Uh, my dad actually helps run a uh, charity based out of uh, Leavenworth, but it helps people in the Midwest, and it's called Warriors Ascent, and it's like Wounded oh, Warriors. I've heard about that. Yeah, it's like Wounded Warriors, but for um, veterans who have either contemplated suicide or attempted suicide you know so and then it's getting them back into a program and set up to uh work well but yeah it's crazy and it's like some of this stuff doesn't pop up for a while or it's even people who like weren't necessarily in high combat situations but they like then have pdsd that other people were around it and like Mm -hmm. stuff like that and they like think about it but yeah my dad said because he was in Iraq, and he said when he came back for, like, he said maybe a year after, every time there was, like, a big noise, he would, like, kind of jolt up a little bit. But I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah people shooting at yeah. him and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. that would do it to anybody that's been in combat. Like, yeah. Our great-grandfather, mm-hmm. like, he can't look at rice. Oh, he no. reminds him of maggots. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, when he was still alive, like, yeah, he had signs to still, like, doing wow. PTSD. And he went to World War II. Oh my Korea. god, that's insane! So yeah, he was in um, Europe during the time during the oh, war. Oh wow! Yeah, so he was in the UK and everything. You know, the Nazis were trying to take over that. Yeah. Part. And he was an engineer, but at the same time, sometimes he had to go out in the middle yeah. of some crap. Like <sighs> they took him a long time to even get rid of some of the PTSD. Yeah, work. and it's that's like way back. They've they're just now trying getting it figured out how to deal with it. So I can't even imagine back in the fifties and sixties oh, trying yeah. to deal with it. Because he was 96 years old when he passed away. Yeah. So just like, yeah. when you think about that, like, people had to deal with PTSD in a certain way yeah. that mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with. I mean, now yeah. we got more research about it. Yeah. They used to be like, ah, you went to war, walk it off. Yeah. My great granddaddy fought in yeah. Civil War yeah. with one leg and an eye patch. Yeah. And he was able to come home and make six babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, actually, my great grandfather did come back home and oh, make, make six, six babies. Ba- well, <laughs> seven? Eight. Nine? Probably more. We don't know. He repopulated her. <laughs> uh, well, him, and then we had an uncle who had 46 kids and 33 oh. baby mamas. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, we have said this on a previous podcast, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uncle was fucking. <laughs> great uncle was fucking. I miss him because he, like, he passed away a few years before my great-grandpa yeah. did. Mm, no he, alimony for him. He, oh. None. <laughs> none. He didn't none, pay any? None of the girls made him pay. Well, they probably thought everyone else was making a pay. I mean, his daughter, his last daughter, the last kid he had, is the Warren's age. Yep. Oh, my God. Till 96, he had kids. Oh, my God. Can you just imagine that, though? I'm just like, how was that thing still working? <laughs> how do you still have no bullets kid. left in the gun? No, no, no. It's like, pop, 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 I'm like. Yeah, he was. They had to test him for fertility treatments and stuff. Oh, what well, he had potent. going on with his spunk. Man, I, I, sometimes I feel like, man, the family genetics and everything, and then on both sides too. Because oh they God. both like, because like we're we're um we're mm. two of nine kids out of our dad. Yeah, you guys told me that last week. Yeah. Yes. So like, you. Oh my gosh. Just so think about that. Those genetics mm-hmm. and my mom's genetics all together. I gotta wear two condoms. Oh my. God. Don't do that. That's bad. I mean, that is bad. <laughs> but sometimes I'm just like, man, this condom ain't going to hold it. We need to come out with male birth control fast. Yeah. You're like, I will be the first test oh, subject. You, you I don't already care know. About the, I don't care about the side effects. 
So yeah, I mean, they're working on a way for you to get like, um, what's um, what is it, Delon? The um, there's actually a new thing for like vasectomies where they're actually just plugging up, putting like a kind of plug inside of there. Yeah. Where it's like it just pretty much blocks the sperm from getting past the back. Yeah, and then you can take it out when you need to. Exactly, which is like a way safer way of doing it. I think I might. I'm actually considering that. (laughs) Just go as soon as they ask for volunteers. Bad idea. Because I already know I'm not shooting any blanks. Do you guys want to hear a wild World War II story? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, my great-grandpa was also in World War II on my dad's side. My dad's from upstate New York around Syracuse. uh, And his, so my uh, great-grandpa died when I was probably 12, I think. Um, And then my, they had like the funeral, everything. About five or six years later, so I was almost 18, um, my dad gets a call from my grandpa and my grandpa had been clearing out my great grandpa's garage to like help sell the house. And um, he opened his toolbox, and in his toolbox, there was a letter from the New York City Veterans uh, VA. And it was basically like, You're probably, or you are this guy's from Germany's dad to my great grandpa and he was like he'd like to get in contact with you here's his information if you'd like to follow through my great grandpa who had gone overseas with already being married and three kids was like uh (laughs) (laughs) let me put this away and never look at it uh then my great or then my grandpa found it and was like Hey, he called my dad. He was like, Michael, I want to meet this guy who's my half-brother. So what happened, apparently, was my great-grandpa, he like, he was in Germany. Six months into the war, um, I guess he'd been having an affair with a German nurse. But six <laughs> months into the war, yeah, he got hit in the eye with a baseball. They were, like, playing catch, mm-hmm. and it uh, knocked his whatever retina, yeah. And he had to come back because he was blind in one eye after that. So he came back for, like, a not war-related injury, but still for an injury. Mm. And then he never – because he had to go back so quickly. He never said, like, goodbye to this lady or anything. She didn't know how to get in touch with him. Um, And so then she was pregnant, didn't know how to get in touch, had this baby – uh, my great uncle Gearhart, and then Gearhart had three kids too, and so then Gearhart finally met like his. Um, he finally like they ended up coming all the way from Germany. He and his wife Aww. and his three kids came, who are my dad's cousins. They all came and they like we met them, and like my dad's side of the family, like love them all. Mm-hmm. Right. Not the most successful bunch of people. Uh (laughs) Um, And uh, but then we met these German relatives, all of the kids or my great uncle Gerhardt's a special education teacher. And then all three kids had PhDs from a Ivy League school. Like and so my dad was like, this makes more sense (laughs) that I'm related to these people. Like, this makes sense. But it was crazy because, like, Robert, who I guess is my second cousin, mm. looks identical to my brother. Like, there's no doubt that this the, they are related oh, to wow. us. But, yeah, I ended up, like, when I studied abroad, because I ain't going to go on the trip to New York City to see everyone because it was – or to New 
uh, upstate New York to see everyone when they came the first time because it was midterms. Right. But then when uh, I stayed abroad, I went to Berlin and um, another city in Germany. I'm blanking on right uh, Heidelberg. I went to both those cities to like see all of them and meet all of them, and they were like the nicest people. And like Gearhart pr- didn't speak a ton of English, but just like. He was so excited. He never knew oh, his wow. family. He only ever had his mom. And, like, for a period, like, she couldn't afford to keep him. And I guess it was really common post-World War II right. for Sadly, them yeah. to, like, just put kids in an orphanage for, like, a little bit. And they bring them back. And so, like, he, like, that's all he had was his mom. And, like, he didn't know anyone, any part of his family. So then he, like, got to meet his family. But it was insane. Like, my great-grandpa just hid this letter and was <laughs> like, nope, not dealing with that. Oh, wow. Nope. But my great-grandma was still alive when all this happened, when they visited. Oh. We never – she was already a miserable person. She died when she was, like, just shy of 100. But no one – ever told her we're like there is no reason to tell this woman whose yeah, husband's let's, dead let's like, not all this stuff that she i mean yeah, yeah just like yeah let's just let's not kill her yeah with this information yeah and that would have been a lethal injection for yeah, that no oh she, she almost pushed so on her yeah she would have died okay? she was uh she died right before the 2016 election and she was so excited that she was gonna die before because she didn't want to see a woman president Oh wow! She Damn, she's us. old. I think that she cursed us. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that, that's some old school. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She was like, "We don't need a lady running this country." Well, Ooh, she girl. said she didn't need a black guy running this country. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 that happened. No, probably. Yeah. Oh wow. God. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, she's old, so we can't really say. Okay, yeah. our grandpa was freaking bad when it came to certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, he hated everybody. <laughs> everybody. Okay, let me put it like this. Nigga was a second language for him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, when it's hate across the board and... Yeah, like, everybody got called a nigga. This, yeah. Like, really? seriously. It's oh, like, my God. Like, oh, play dominoes with him. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah, you better have some... You better have a firm, firm backbone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let me put this, this for you. Whoop his ass with some dominoes. Mm-hmm. I whooped him 150 to 15. Quick game, okay? Yeah. He told me, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you're wearing. <laughs> fuck your existence. <laughs> you nigga. Get the f- And he used the hard R, by the way. He's the hard R. He's like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> That was him in 94. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So, um, let's yeah. just say I couldn't come over for about two weeks. Oh, my God. I was visiting my uncle living in the basement. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I did not go up them stairs. Oh, my God. And then when he finally saw him, he was just like, come on, fucker. We're playing dominoes. Did <laughs> <laughs> he beat you that time? No, I whooped his ass again. Oh. And then he kicked me out for a week. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, you want to know something funny, though? Mm-hmm. Our great-grandfather... Apparently, um, left a couple ladies pregnant in World War II as well. When he was in the UK, apparently there's a girl in Wales, and apparently there's a girl in like Scotland or something like that. Oh my god! That's just it though. And one of them was married. She wasn't Ooh. sure her husband was gonna come back, but apparently her husband was coming back like a week or two after he had to go home because they literally oh dragged him home. Yeah. But apparently she was just pregnant. Ah. Uh. And she couldn't even, like, make it seem like it might be oh, his. no. <laughs> Unless that baby is, like, albino, that's not yeah. happening. Ugh. Like, no. Oh. I was like, he, oh, she su- um, he or she suffers with albinism. Okay. 
Um, yeah, this might be my baby. Yeah. No, 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 that baby's coming out mulatto, curly oh hair. Oh, my God. Like, you, you're going to be like, yes, I am block. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just saying, like, there is no way because our genes are that strong. Don't get me wrong. Our grandpa was actually light-skinned with blue eyes. Oh, like, really? Like, straight up. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you know how that goes, genetics and all that. But yeah. at the same time, it's just Recessive, like, all that stuff. it's just like, most of my family members, yeah, they're light-skinned, but you could definitely tell they're African-American. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so we don't know what happened to that lady. We don't even know if she's still alive. <laughs> no, we doubt that. Husband shot her or something. Mm. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was in, like, the U.K. and some of those men, you know how that goes. Oi, oi, oi. You know, <laughs> I'm ready to go right now. Manchester United, get me a pint. Let's do it. Oh. You're 21 Savage. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Finally, someone else is making 21 Savage jokes. I need this. Okay. First of all, it's a knife. Uh-huh. Second of all. A knife. He makes wholesome music. Uh-huh. I've never actually listened to his music. Uh, I have no. Oh. He makes wholesome music. Oh, no, it doesn't. About dealing drugs. Uh-huh. And shooting people. Yeah, So sure it's it great for a Monday drive. <laughs> Monday. Yeah, that's true. Second of all, he's got a more conscience. He has a song with J. Cole. Okay. It's actually really good, actually. But anyways, the fact of the matter is, yes, there have already been signs that he was British. Oh, so many it? signs. It was like, I didn't want to go home and have some tea and crumpets. <laughs> and I was like. Was, Deez, was he just speaking with an American accent the whole time? or That's just it. He has an American. He was, he's been around here since he was like 13, apparently. Oh, so he's like. Yeah. So. Oh, they didn't need to take him back. No, no. that's just it. Um, they actually released him today. Oh, yeah. they did. Yeah, they actually oh, released him. him. So, he's um. He could have been one of those DACA kids, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. on top of that, like he, um, it wasn't really his fault because he was too young to get his re- visa renewed in yeah. 2006. Yeah. So like, I mean, the kid's only like 22, I think. Yeah. 23. He's not that old. Yeah. So like. It was not like it was one of those things where, like, oh, I came to the U.K. like a year ago. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. I literally read nothing else up on it besides people are like, what the fuck? He's British. Man, I all mean, the I damn memes. Shocked. I am still shocked. I, <laughs> all the damn memes are just, like, looking at them, though. The last thing I'm thinking is British. I was going to say, though, every single... Oscar, uh, every single time there's, like, the Oscars or Golden Globes or something... And Christian Bale wins an award. It's the same reaction, like new articles coming up where people are like, "No idea that Christian Bale was British." I'm like, "This happens every year." Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know Charlie Hunnam was British until like he's. I thought he was Australian. No, he's British. Oh. You know how I found out? Cause I realized I recognized. You him Sons for of Anarchy fan? Yes, I'm a Sons of Anarchy fan. I love that show. Yeah. I've been watching the Mayan show too. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, you now. lost me. I, y'all lost me. I haven't seen any of it. You need. Uh, Sons of Anarchy you? is. Shit. I don't have blasphemy. Time. I have no time. Blasphemy, you sinner. I have no time. <laughs> you should go to damnation. I'll watch it. Shame on you. I wish that I could go back to a point in time where I hadn't have watched Sons of Anarchy. Uh-oh. One second, y'all. <laughs> so to make an announcement, we lost a good chunk of the episode due to due to a lot of computer errors. So. We do have some additional moments to the podcast. So, to um, Chris Pine, dude, we're going to have you on. Just know this was not 
a this or nothing like that because you actually had some dope comments. So, um, also to our fans and people that listen, just know that we made a ID um, IDO10 um, IDIOT what the fuck is it called? Like an idiot? Basically, it was a fucking idiot error. But, um, I'm telling you, it's still going to be awesome. It's still going to be funny. Caitlin, we lost like a few minutes of yours, if you're listening. And, um, yeah, um, if you want to see more of the interviews that didn't get caught into this episode, um, I'm going to post it in the Delivery Bros Facebook page because we had live recording of it. It's okay quality sound, but it was just something so people would um, be able to kind of see um, the comedians' faces because they're all very, very talented and worth it, sincerely. Um, With that, I'm going to go ahead and begin the next part of the podcast, and I hope you have a um, great rest of your day or nights, morning, whatever time y'all wake up. Some of y'all are vampires and some of y'all aren't. Also, um, seriously, thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. And we're good. Wait, wait. Eventually. Oh, wait, hold up. There it is. Okay. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. This is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Big Brother, a.k.a. Big Daddy, Future Step Daddy, and Social uh, Propaganda. How can I help you? I'm just playing. <laughs> can, can I be your new stepchild? Oh, my well, God, no. Please, see, no. Please, I really Lord, can't no. afford that. I mean, white kids okay. are very expensive and high maintenance. But but you see, sir, I'm actually Native American, so I don't require very much money. Okay. Oh, perfect then. Okay, I got a little depressing oh. aspect. But um, I'll, let's introduce our guest here. Our guest right now is Mr. Chris Christensen. Oh, hey, guys. Sorry about that. I You know, I had my... uh. My little nephew here, uh, I've, I've been not feeding him lately. You know. <laughs> but you know for 10 cents a day, you could feed his village. Uh, yes. Uh, you see, we are the people of Chihuahua. We are Mexican hairless. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. So he might just work out perfect, you know, if you wanted a, a slick boy. Oh. Okay, oh. that's a little freaky oh, right there. What now? A slick boy. I've apparently. never heard of a slick boy. Where is a, a slick, slick boy? boy. Wow, I, that's the first time. Well, that's any consolation. We got a long-haired Chihuahua in our family. That's a hairy boy. That's yes, yes. The the long-haired Chihuahua. He's a he's from the mountainous region of Chihuahua. You see, I am from the deserts of Sonora. Oh uh, yes. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> Jeez Louise. So Chris, how are you doing, man? Hell of a set um, set up tonight. This fucking funeral for. Oh my gosh! Funeral for a shirt, everybody. Funeral for a shirt. It was a very, very tragic day. Uh, oh God! I hope that we all can continue our lives without uh, Ryan Tricky's flannel ever seeing this earth again. I, I thought uh, it. I thought it was like a, a, a gingham or something like that. I, I don't like know, that, but or? technically, you think about it. Even though, um, even though his title was taken from him, it's kind of fucked up that the shirt rolls back out of the grave. Yeah, so, like it, does it was, that mean the shirt is Jesus? I was gonna um, say it was more like like Michael Myers. Well, you did hear that uh, Dustin had been busting nuts into Ryan's shirt for some time. Oh. So I mean, oh, uh, I I think the the correct term would actually be uh, it 
It's not the Immaculate Conception shirt. Um, <laughs> Ooh. It was much more of the Immaculate Reception. I mean, <laughs> technically, yeah. yeah. Uh, because you see the shirt, it's a catcher. I mean, that's I not. Mean, like, let's be honest here. I, I, let's be I, honest. Oh, I didn't know the shirt was the catcher. I thought he was a pitcher. Wait, hold on. Well, Who was the pregnant one? He well, was the, the pregnant one. The shirt one. was pregnant. Wait, the shirt was pregnant? I thought he was pregnant. No, the shirt oh, was no, pregnant. well, you know, so I got to go ahead and. Lay it all out there. Okay, so here's what happened. So, the shirt normally is a catcher, but right. Mr. Tristan is so feminine that he can actually be impregnated by another female. <laughs> um, he's very similar to the uh, those seahorses that live at the top of the Andes Mountains. Oh God! So he, uh, Tristan, in fact, I. Uh, he carries the eggs for the shirt at all times. Oh. <laughs> so my question is, so does that mean he got pregnant in the butt? Um, I believe the answer is yes. Oh, my gosh. I told you, bro. Somebody could finally get pregnant in the butt. No. Dude, you never saw happen. Junior? Come on. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying. Just think about it, man. So basically, he had to have two people like hold his cheeks open. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then literally help him pull the shirt out. Help. Uh, you know, I've been been asking my women in my life to pull the shirt out for quite some time. Oh, <laughs> she don't listen to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a fallen soldier. It ain't hurt nothing. Uh, uh. But, yeah, you know, I, I think back to those times when I was a young man and I aspired to commit date rape, but I just wasn't quite didn't have it in me. Oh, oh shit. God. Oh my fucking god! He's not serious, oh guys. Oh god, why? Oh, uh, fuck. I, you know, I hey, I'm keeping a straight face here, man. You know, I'm just doing my best to. He's not to let you guys know exactly what what we come to bring. Yeah, we we go hard here. On top of that, he's not dishing out Cosby creams to anybody. No, no, no. Uh no, I. I don't have any sort of hookups on good drugs anymore, you know. Yeah. Man, I've been trying so long to find a drug. I, I tell you what, though. Like, uh, I asked my mom all about them quaaludes. Those quaaludes. See, I always wonder what quaaludes yeah, are yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So uh, mom had a lot of experience with quaaludes as a, young, as a young gal, you know, yeah. And uh, so according to mom, back in her day, like, you know, she, like, would go out, like, hoping to get drugged. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know, it's how far we've come, you know. We're in the whole, like, you know. Me too, Aaron. And like, really, me too should be like, you know, hey man, pass the fucking yayo. Yeah. Well, you think about it though. Right. I mean, shit, we're inventing new drugs every fucking day. It seems like. Right. Right. And you know, for some of us, comedy is our drug. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a hardcore drug. It's it like heroin. Quaaludes, though. Like, I remember I saw a movie. Right. Yeah. What was it? What movie was that? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. The way he was acting on those, like, like he was on quaaludes and shit. I was like, I really want to try that drug. Oh, I know. So, like. My mom was talking to me about it, and she explained it's, it's essentially like the uh, ecstasy of the 70s. Ooh. So, I mean, you know, that's kind of sexy, right? You know? Right. Yes. It's not so sexy when I think about my mom doing it, but, well, no, I'm not well, but it's still I mean, it's sexy. So, oh, yeah, mom is so hot. I'm telling I, you. I bet it was just amazing to see. Oh, my God. Then imagine hunting quaaludes. Oh, yeah. Hot know. and tempting. Just vivacious. You know, I'm, they, I'm, I'm blacked out. I blacked out. Well, that. you know, our mom is like St. Teresa. She don't do shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you think that. You know, our mom uh, used to go to the club. I, well, I know she went to the fucking club. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, boys, but uh, you do exist, right? Mm-hmm. So at one point, your mom was fucking. 
Well, I know my mom was fucking. That's how we exist. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I'm Hell, I walked in on them yeah. once. Okay, yeah. there you go. They said they were wrestling. They were wrestling. They were wrestling. They were wrestling. Yeah. And yeah, dad yeah. won. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, did he? Or did he tell, us, tell us more. So, basically, I asked mom. I was just like, so who won? And he was like, um, and she said, oh, your daddy won. Oh. With an eye roll. With an eye roll. <laughs> Uh, there we go. We I know. was like, man, mom's being a sore loser right now. Uh, she was <laughs> sore, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Mom. I love you. <laughs> and and uh, Mrs. Williams, I love you, too. How you doing? Oh, my God. No. Chris Christensen no. is now trying to mack on our mom No. via podcast. No more. We're going to have to burn this whole fucking Why? Like, just rhetoric right now. We're just going to have to burn it all. It's all right, Mrs. Williams. I'll uh, turn these boys into men. <laughs> good luck with that. What I've always wanted, a white daddy. I just wish he had good credit. You got some good credit? <laughs> I got great credit, man. Yeah. Oh, the shit. Daddy. Oh, no. Son. Oh, no. My white dad. My white dad. This My black good. kids. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want no daddy. I'm sure. Well, I mean. White daddy. That's a whole other story. Well, I know what kind of daddy you yeah, want, you nasty. Story. I'm, hey, you know, don't knock it till you try, I'm just bro. saying, a sugar daddy would sound really okay. nice right now. Yeah. Okay, I've had a finger in my butthole and I didn't I'll enjoy it. I'll take Splenda, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Shit. Like, you said you Wait, did you say you'll take a Splenda? You know what a Splenda is? Yes, I know what a fucking Splenda is. I'll take a Splenda, then. You are. Dude, I've learned, learned about all oh. these crazy sex terms that, like, I didn't know what they were. Oh, you ever heard of a Portuguese breakfast? No, what the fuck's that? Oh, God, not this again. Come on, tell me. Okay, so. The world wants to know. They already know. <clears throat> the world already knows what a Portuguese breakfast is? Let me is? tell you what a Portuguese breakfast is. Well, well tell, tell. Oh, okay. God, no, please, God, no, please, no. So, first thing you need to do, you need to beat some eggs. I need to beat some eggs. All right. And then have your girlfriend get in power drive position. Okay, but power drive position, girlfriend. All right. And then you're going to pull some, you're going to pull the eggs in her ass. I'm going to pour the eggs into her arse. And then you're going to stick your dick in there. You're going to beat them until they're really, really scrambled. Am I, like, going for a meringue here, like stiff peaks? No, no, no. no. You, you, you're putting the whole egg. Yeah, you're oh. putting the whole egg in there. And then okay, I don't, I don't separate whites from yolks. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're going with the whole I, egg. You know, I figured I was talking to some black guys. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway. <laughs> so, you're fucking her. So you fuck your partner in the ass. This also goes for guys, too. It works I'm, for you as well. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And then once it gets well beaten, you get a hot pan, and then you let the eggs spill in there, and then you got a Portuguese breakfast. Uh, you know, it, uh, you can do the same thing with heavy cream to make butter. Sounds uh, actually uh, quite delicious. Uh, you know, I think that the real key to this uh, whole breakfast, though, is a uh, nice corn on the cob for dinner the night before. <laughs> On this, on this, uh, I think I'm gonna leave uh, Delorean with his uh, lack of thoughts. Uh, he can just, just picture it, Delorean. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna be like, "Hi, Mrs. Williams. Have you eaten corn lately?" No. <laughs> Mom, I'm so sorry. Mama, I love you. I can't. I won't. Oh God! I, I hope not. she doesn't listen to this episode. You know she is. Oh, oh no. fuck! Oh no! I'm so sorry, Mrs. Williams. Uh, He's a comedian, Mom. I, uh, yes, this was 
This is purely for comedy's sake. I was not serious at all. Uh, uh. But, but if there's any consolation, I had his mom once. She tastes like vanilla ice cream, so we're okay. Okay, so, and... <laughs> and Quaaludes. And Quaaludes. I was so fucking high <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> vanilla ice cream and Quaaludes. That is the best combination that ever. That is the best combination. Yeah. All right. All right. We love you, moms. Love you, moms. And we'll stop. Okay. We'll, we'll be back in a second. Live from Hush. It's Tuesday night. Please come. All right. We're back. We got one more special guest. We had to grab him real quick. He's the host of the Hush Comedy Improv Night. This man is named Jake Redpath. Really nice guy, really awesome, and talented. I love coming to his comedy spots. Is it on? Oh, is it he's on, on now. now. Okay, oh my gosh, go. <laughs> Jake, what happened is to you? Is this thing on? Oh, hi. <laughs> Yo, you need to come and see this comedy show that we do every Tuesday at nine o'clock. You need every to get up Tuesday here. Every Tuesday at nine o'clock, and but. Also, if you want to miss a bunch of stuff that you won't understand at the beginning, just get here at like 9.15. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get here. because yeah, I, I was like, oh, oh, we're doing a funeral for a shirt today. Yeah, mm. we did a funeral for a shirt. Yeah, because these white folks are on CPT time here. Sincerely. Yeah. How are y'all uh, all late and then the black people show up first? Like, y'all yeah, like, on color people time. Um, yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> Me specifically. I don't know. I said we. Like, there's other people behind this. <laughs> shame, shame to all the white people who show up late to hush. I mean, it was a beautiful funeral, though. It was nice. I, you know what I did? I searched uh, somber piano on Spotify. Oh my god! I played that. I that was playing for like an hour and a half before the show even started. Somber, piano. and we just had a shirt in a box in front of the stage. I made everybody line up and pay their respects. To, you guys want to hear something crazy? What's that? So there was this dude that showed up before the show tonight. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I'm here to do my first comedy open mic. Like, da 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 And I was like, this happened to you guys, actually. Right. This exact thing where I was like, okay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and like, when you guys showed up, I was dressed like a referee. <laughs> that was great. I remember that. <laughs> when you guys showed up, I was dressed like a referee. But this guy was like, okay, I really apologize, man. I'm so sorry. Uh, this isn't normal. <laughs> None of this is normal. <laughs> this is like the worst open mic ever. Uh, <laughs> I was like, but this is not regular stand-up. And uh, I explained it all to him. And he goes, okay, man, I'm going to go. He's like, I'm going to step outside and get my head right. And he like pointed to his oh, head. God. I'm going to get my head right. <laughs> He's like, but I'll be back. Like, this is going to be great. And then he just didn't come back. Oh, man. <laughs> he just didn't come back. Man, we don't scare the shit out of this guy. He probably yeah. thinks we got, like, some type of shirt cold going on down here every Tuesday night. Yeah. Just, like, know. worship the shirts. All hail shirts. one. Yeah. They probably... Uh, I have no idea what people think if, if they were just here <laughs> just tonight. But this is, like, the funniest shit I've ever been to. I enjoy it. Like, like the judge costume last week was probably yeah. my all-time favorite. It's weird. I have some ideas in uh, in the chamber. I'm going to do a whole stripper DJ thing at some point. Oh, okay. Dude, please. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who are the strippers? Uh, you guys. Everybody that goes. Oh, fuck. I'm getting naked on stage, guys. I'll take my clothes off. 
Like, yeah, dude, whatever. You can yeah. do whatever. Like, I feel like I've made it very clear that I don't give a fuck what happens Oh, God. Here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, man. Take for, your clothes off. I don't care. I mean, sure, sometimes that's what you got to do. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not making any money, but, you know, maybe maybe I can get some money that way. Anything for a laugh. I yeah. get paid in laughs, you know? I don't even, I don't like, even yeah. care about dollars. Hey, sex work is the oldest work known to man. Yeah. Yeah. This goes all the way back to the ancient Mesopotamians. Oh, wow. We're going, we're going that far. So uh, I'm, anyway. I'm trying to think what ancient anal was like. Ancient An- anal? Ancient, ancient anal. anal. That sounds like a show on A&E. Yeah. <laughs> ancient, <laughs> ancient anal. <laughs> Starring that one high guy that was on History Channel. <laughs> Which one? The ancient aliens do? Yes. <laughs> Get that, dude. For ancient anals. Ancient anal. True. See, the ancient anals, it was actually aliens. It was aliens that put things up your butt. The ancient probes. <laughs> what an ancient probe look like. Dude, Jesus. they were there the whole time. We didn't even know it. Yeah. So, oh, my God. so old. Fuck. <laughs> that anal's old. Man, I'm, I'm going to be the 3L this year, bro. I'm getting... You're be 30 years old? Yeah. Dang, dude. That's crazy. crazy. I'm going to be 23. You old fuck. 23. You old fuck. I turned 25 this year. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Quarter of a century. Well, shit, I've already passed that motherfucking mark. Yeah, you're at almost a third of a century. Yes, sir. Old. I am. 3.33 years. Oh, man. I am a grandpa. Yeah. You're You know, You know, next year, they'll be officially able to call you daddy. Ooh. You know, actually, that might be kind of nice. They call me daddy now, dude. No. (laughs) Well, damn. (laughs) They can't stop. They can't help themselves. I don't know who they are, but they need to stop. My daughter's. Oh. You have kids? That, that no, doesn't fuck no. I don't have any kids. Oh, wait. I'm I confused. Kidding. I was about to say, you look kind of <laughs> young to have some kids. Daddy, they're my daughters. You know. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, 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 so we're doing a so we're doing a Woody Allen. Oh. I, I was making a joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're making a Woody Allen joke. That's oh, what the no. fuck happened. Oh, no. Okay. I, was so, I was pulling the old Woody Allen, you know? Yeah, you're giving her the Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I call my feelings. Oh my god! <laughs> I was at least gonna. Say. <laughs> I share my emotions. I'm like, oh yeah, you like that? I'm just like Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Allen. You know, I just thought about it. You having a? I'm, I'm surprised nobody got picked on having a name Woody. In school. Oh, you know they did. I mean, it's th- not real. It's not a real name. I don't know. There's probably oh, hey, somebody up, named Woody. Do some Toy Story shit. Oh, oh gosh! There's yeah. a lot of drama. There's a lot oh, of hold drama on, hold on, going out. Here, Ryan, would you like to explain your half of the the drama? Oh yeah, Ryan Tricky's here, y'all. Thank you for having me. Uh, I would be more than willing to explain my whole, the entire hundred percent of the story. Oh god! Uh, despite overwhelming odds, I showed up tonight at Hush Speakeasy uh, every Tuesday. Uh, sign ups at eight, show at nine. Uh, nice promo. Uh, I showed up. Shameless plug. Uh, you know, with the world against me, with the tides against me, I still showed up. I did my entire set with one suggestion, five solid minutes, lots of laughs, lots of good times. And because it's, you know. Uh, He's the undisputed champ now. It's undisputed. Thank you for saying so because you're absolutely right. His shirt rot rose from the dead. I'm thrilled to be here and I'm excited to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, I hope to inspire others and to 
get people to come out, and I love comedy, and I love myself, and thank you very much. Okay, wow. Ryan Sugar, so, everybody. Uh, that was Ryan Tricky's side of the story. I feel like we got to get, uh, there's, there's another half to this. Okay. I don't know if you guys knew this. Yeah. This is very complex. So. Oh shit! There's uh, more. For those of you who don't know, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jack your steez for, hey, for ahead, a second man. here. Uh, I run an open mic at Hush Speakeasy. Yes, sir. Every Tuesday at nine. You guys have talked about it a lot. I oh, appreciate yeah. it so much. Uh, but the premise is that you, uh, there's no prepared material. You have no pre-written material. There is a bucket full of topics, prompts, commands. Things like that. You draw one out, uh, and you do a, a joke about that, and you get five minutes. You're allowed to draw three only. But yeah, it is a it is a feat. It is a feat to draw only one and do your whole five minutes. Uh, and a few weeks ago, Ryan actually was the first person. He made hushtery. 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 Yep, round of applause. He this deserves it. for himself right now. This is some he made hushtery <laughs> when he drew. One topic and did his whole five minutes for the first time. All by accident, uh, by the way. So kind of the side story to this is I didn't know what to do when that happened. Uh, and so we decided to retire his shirt in the rafters Yep. Uh, in a whole ceremony. And I dressed like a judge after that. It was a whole thing. Oh, uh, my God. But <laughs> I was thinking, oh, hey, this won't happen again for another few months. Uh, but then that very same night, on the night that we retired <laughs> Ryan's shirt, Dustin Slintz did five minutes on one slip. One. And, and not only that, but he tore Ryan's shirt down from the Raptors. Yes, he did like a savage. He did like a savage, and it was great, and I enjoyed it, to be totally honest. It was great. No, it was perfect. And... After that, I I had set a precedent, right? Right. I've set a precedent now that anytime you do that, the next show, you get your shirt retired. And, and so Dustin got his shirt retired tonight, and we also had a funeral for Ryan's shirt. But the debate is, here is the here's the thing, is Ryan uh-huh. did another five minutes tonight on just one topic. Yep. Right. Uh, but some people feel like it's not you know, necessarily valid. And so I'm going to let Dustin jump in now and explain why maybe it isn't valid. The great debates. Here's why I refuse to relinquish my championship. <laughs> Uh-oh. He was dressed as Ric Flair, y'all. Woo! Refuse. Woo! <laughs> relinquish my championship. Ryan Tricky. He's a... F He's a mediocre comic, okay? Oh! oh. Mediocre comic. Shit. <laughs> Shots fired. A mediocre to slightly above average comic. And he came in here last week, and uh, two weeks ago, and he applied greatness. He did it. But then I did it, too. And then this week, he came to try and undo me. And you know what he did? He did. He only did one topic. I'll give him that. He only did one topic. Mm -hmm. But you know what he did the first 40 seconds of his set tonight doing? What? Telling a joke about me that he told me last night at Arts Bar. That's prepared Ooh, that's, that's right. You that's did I refused no. to relinquish mm -mm. this championship. No, he didn't. So we may have to have a rematch. So. Ding, ding. He might be funny, but he cheated. How about a roast battle? Um, so I don't think that a roast battle is in order. Uh, just because I don't like the for a second, shut your face for a second. I'd like to address what yeah, he just I've said. Yeah, so much. Damn, First this is like all, WWE. We could talk about how aliens did 9/11. We could talk about how uh, 
Mexicans are causing the water to be started. poisoned. To hush, we could everyone. do conspiracy <laughs> theories all day about whether or not Ryan Tricky did prepared material tonight. I don't think he did because he didn't. You're and right, he, Tricky. Why are you I'm talking honestly, about yourself in the third person? If I were Dustin Slentz, I would be trying to discredit my victory as well. But let me tell you something. Even if it were true, even if I did, which I didn't, even if I did 40 minutes of prepared material tonight, the fact is, is I did four minutes and 20 seconds of great material, of killing material, making the crowd laugh, making but the, the crowd have But the crown comes at fun. five, didn't it? But the fact is, the is crown comes at five, doesn't it? zero minutes of good it's material It's not about what tonight. I did tonight. The crown comes at five, and you didn't believe in yourself <laughs> oh, enough to do shit. five. Because you opened with 40 of prepared you material. You lucked out once. It'll never happen again, and I'll make sure of that next week. Well, it Thank looks like that we might have a battle among us next week at Hush. Oh, Everybody, God. 9 o'clock, be there. Oh, God, why? I really backed myself into a corner. And this is Anthony Anthony, a.k.a. Mean Gene Overland. Really yeah, I don't know what to do RP. anymore. Uh, you you turn into uh, Vince McMahon now. This is what happens. Tuesday, I'm, Tuesday, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, brother. Every week. Oh, God. For nothing. Yep. Also, for literally zero benefit. Uh, hey, it's fun. Hey, it was any it's cost? fun. It is fun. I have fun. Uh, for like maybe like five minutes, oh, and God. then I'm like, oh no! What did I what? do? I still have to do the other two hours of this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it was any consolation? I will say this: this is probably one of the funnest open mics to come to in Kansas City. I yes, think. Yes, it is. Yeah, please check it out. This this is definitely top five best open mic I've ever been to in the city. And then on top of that, I also got to say this. Jake, you're doing a good job hosting this. Very we love job. coming here. Best. I appreciate it, guys. And we love the fact that everybody's embracing us in the community while we're trying to, yeah. you know, it's a fun time. You know, get our legs in this. And I will say this, though. That shit turned to WWE real quick. Yep. That yep. was fucking entertaining. We've gone, a, we've gone down a road that we cannot turn back on nope. at this point. We gotta I've never watched wrestling, guys. I don't know who Ric Flair is at all. You know something? You're Vince McMahon now, just so you know. You that are sucks. Vincent McMahon. I don't know who that is. The owner of WWE, a multi-billion Look dollar wrestling done, company. Well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. Huh? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? 50-50? Um, yeah, he's more neutral. Yeah. Hardcore Republican, but at the same time gets the kids and stuff that are dying and sick. So it's like, he's there. He's there. Dang. Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, Jake, we, we appreciate yeah. that. Now, you're great. It, oh, shoot, you're great, man. Hey, no, you guys are great. Oh, God, please. Oh, please. Uh -oh, oh you're so no. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, you guys are so great. You know what? You keep on talking, being nice to me. You might have to take me home, won't you? <laughs> oh, please, no, God, dude. no! I won't do that. No. Well, okay, we'll say it for next time. I Put a top hat mom. on it. <laughs> uh, she doesn't have to know. We'll be quiet. Oh my God! <laughs> I live in Monta. No. It's hard to be quiet. I'm the I'm the only one that doesn't live with their mom, so I'm just gonna be like. You know, fuck you. Yeah, dude. Story of my life, right? Uh, story I of your life. It's a great <laughs> life. <laughs> now, nah, but on some serious, on a serious note, though. We want to thank all of our special guests. Um, we're gonna have to get um, get some more guests on here. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna make this part one, and then next week we'll do a part two. Yes, because we did lose a lot of footage. We did lose. <laughs> we lost a lot of footage. I'm gonna be some. straight up honest. We lost 
a good 30 minutes of uh, audio. And we're really sorry about that. I but, mean, shit happens. It's the Pruder film of Hush Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Who murdered JFK? And also, what happened here tonight? Jeez Louise. <laughs> I will say this, though. It, it's a good time here. You guys got to come. There's more to be seen. There's also a video up with all the audio that happened. Yes. From earlier. So think of this as just kind of a sneak peek. Of, and then check out our Facebook at um, facebook.com slash deliverybroskc. And that's where you can see more. Also, Do you guys mind if I plug a couple things? Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. Plug okay. it up. Uh, obviously, Hush every Tuesday. We do Hush Puppies. It's a showcase here uh, once a month on Sundays. Our next one is February 24th. Dope. Uh, and then we also have March 24th after that, and then April 14th. Um, I will be on a beer tour. I don't know the name of it. A uh, beer tour? Yeah, this Saturday, I'm going to be performing comedy on a bus. Nice. Uh, and tickets are only 55 bucks. <laughs> hey, it's comedy bus. <laughs> you like beer that much? <laughs> I mean, I do love out. beer. But, uh, but uh, February 23rd, I'll be at Arts Bar. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, any social media handles that people can follow you or follow uh, you? Yeah, follow me on Twitter. It's JakeRedPath04. All right. Follow him on Tinder. I mean Twitter. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Don't follow me on Tinder. <laughs> Don't follow me on Tinder. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and then, of course, with the Delivery Bros, you can follow us on all uh, social platforms, Delivery Bros 816 And then on top of that, um, check out our Patreon. Over um, on Patreon.com slash Delivery Bros. Fantastic. And um, you can also follow me. My single handle is Anthony Anthem, which you can find me on pretty much almost anything. And then then on top of that, you know what? Like and subscribe on um, some of the social platforms like iTunes. Give us a review. Whether it's that, go um, go follow us on Spotify. Go follow us on Google Play. We're on everything you can imagine. We even are on Pod Addict. Yes, we're on Pod Addict, Podbean, all the podcasting. We're working on getting on all things comedy eventually one day. Well, with that, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. DeLorean looking like a Tiger Woods lost in the hood, but extra dark and burnt. Now, with that, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Big Bro, a.k.a. Big um, Big Cajones, a.k.a. Um, DeLorean has a tiny nutsack, a.k.a. That's a lie. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.